What's up, guys? Welcome to the Trinity Mindset Podcast. Before we get into this episode, let's talk about the people that make this podcast possible. First off, you guys know I love mushrooms of the psychedelic and the non-psychedelic variety, but so far there aren't any companies that are cultivating magic mushrooms that want to sponsor this podcast, so we're going to talk about the other variety. Four Sigmatic is a company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks. They make tons of tonics, elixirs, and blends all made from medicinal mushrooms to help you live your best life. Now, you guys know I love coffee. Like, inject a good espresso right into my veins, love coffee. Like, I have a percolator, a Chemex, two coffee machines, and an espresso machine, love coffee. However, however, sometimes you gotta switch it up. I needed something that tasted amazing, but didn't have me drinking like a million milligrams of caffeine every day. I gotta offset the other seven cups of coffee I have a day, and Four Sigmatic has my back. They make mushroom coffee. It's less acidic than normal coffee with less caffeine, and it includes awesome mushroom extract like lion's mane for focus and brain health, or chaga for immunity. Four Sigmatic is busting their ass making dope mushroom products that I use every single day. I actually reached out to them for this partnership because I wanted to be a part of the company. That's how much I use this stuff and I was paying for a lot of it and I tried to hook myself up with some free mushroom stuff. So if you want to be a part of this company, check out the link in our show notes down below and use the code trinity for mushrooms for 10% off. That's trinity4for-mushrooms for 10% off, okay? Okay. This podcast is also sponsored by Trinity for Change, the mother company to everything I do. Trinity for Change is a clothing company that's dedicated to improving how the world handles mental illness. A portion of our profits go towards mental health research, and we're currently trying to find alternative treatment methods for mental illness. This is the company that started it all, and the real reason we can continue to do dope shit like this. You can save yourself 10% using the code word TRINITYMINDSET at trinityforchange.com, and anything you buy not only helps us out, but helps us help the world. Okay? That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Support the companies that support us, basically, and one of them's mine, so support me. Uh, or don't. Just listening to the podcast makes you a dope-ass human being. So I hope this uh, wasn't too drawn out. That's it. Without any further ado, let's get into the podcast. And we could build a love that's so strong, but times are down and out. It'll never do us wrong. So as many of you guys may know, I was recently in Iceland, uh, Reykjavik to be more specific. So basically, Bella and I just celebrated our sixth month anniversary, and I basically, my whole gift to her was taking her to Iceland. It's been on our list of places we need to go, and we will 100% be back. Iceland in itself is a beautiful, beautiful country. Now, we only got um, to a couple places. We got to Reykjavik, and we got to the national park that's east of Reykjavik I think I'm really bad at like directions I think it's east of Reykjavik and we uh basically did the geothermal baths there and watched the northern lights which if you have never seen them in person are some of the most beautiful things in the world but I wanted to talk about Iceland because I wanted to talk about how beautiful of a country it is but also how no sorry I, I misspoke I wanted to talk about Iceland because I wanted to talk about how much happier I was when I was there now Europe has always had a massive influence on my mental health, and that sounds weird to you. Um, I don't really know how to explain it. So every time I'm in Europe, I have a lower instance of anxiety. I have a lower instance of depression. I have a lower instance of OCD, to be fair. Um, All of my symptoms seem to go down a lot. Now, my theory on this is that one, uh, they don't have the same chemicals in their food as we do here. Two, obviously when I'm over there, I'm in vacation mindset, so I'm not really stressed about anything, so obviously my cortisol levels are very, very low. Three, excuse me, three, uh, I believe that it has a lot to do with air quality. Now, being in North America, we are 
kind of berated is berated the right word we're kind of smashed with a bunch of stuff every single day we're smashed with food that a lot of the time isn't real food um food stuffs uh we are also smashed with uh pollution and all those things now i was never really big on the whole pollution clean air quality thing like here because i thought oh i'm in canada i have some pretty good air but going to Iceland and being up in the Arctic Circle and having a place that runs basically completely off geothermal energy and understanding the difference between that and home, I got home and immediately I was stuffed up. I was anxious. I could have trouble breathing. Like I, it was a whole situation. The only thing that I changed really was that. I mean, that's it. That's how insane is that? Just going from Iceland to Toronto and basically like completely changing the way that I even breathe. I mean, I, I, I can't get over it. I just, I had to come on and do a podcast about it because I wanted to just put it out there and see if anybody has had any kind of similar experiences or anything like that. Um, but interestingly enough, and the main reason that I really wanted to talk about Iceland is because I was doing a beer tour when I was over there and um, my friend Woody, who was running, that's not his real name, by the way. I just, I think it's Vudir, but like pronouncing it, I feel like I'm butchering it. So um, we're going to call him Woody. <laughs> he uh, basically told us that in the last two years, Iceland has really taken their mental health seriously. And I have a, uh, I have a system or I have something pulled up here by the Iceland Review um, published September 2nd, 2007 that I'm going to get into in a second based on the uh, depression rates and the substance abuse and um, things like that, uh, suicides and all that kind of stuff. But first, I just want to say in the last two years, they've really started taking mental health more seriously. Um, obviously, in the last five years, it's been noticed. That's what he said. But in the last two years, they've really put like it at the forefront of what they need to understand and what they need to deal with, um, which is amazing. Uh, Iceland has always kind of been ahead of the curve. I feel like mental health in Europe is not a massive thing, like dealing with it or talking about it. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't live in Europe. I don't know. But in comparison to here, uh, where it's really starting to explode, I feel like Europe's a little bit behind. Um, Iceland, though, and uh, it seems as though they're, they're right on par, um, which is typical for Iceland. Um, they're ahead in everything from feminism to... I don't know, gay rights to anything. They're just a very progressive country, let's say that. Um, in some parts and in some parts not. I'm not here to say that I'm the expert on Iceland, Icelandic culture or anything like that. I'm just saying from what I've seen and what I heard, um, they're pretty progressive. So that is amazing. But on the mental health spe uh, spectrum, in a country that has 24 hours of sunlight half the year and 24 hours of darkness half the year, obviously you're going to have some sad disorder. You're going to have some seasonal affective disorder. Um, that's just because there's no sunlight. Like that's it's unavoidable. So that withstanding, I'm more talking about actual instances of depression, um, suicide, and I shouldn't say actual. I'm more talking about s symptoms of like uh, clinical depression, uh, major depressive disorder, suicidal tendencies and thoughts, um, other kinds of mental illnesses that are outside of sad disorder because sad disorder can affect you even if you don't have a withstanding mental illness. So I'm not really talking about that right now, although that is a huge problem, obviously, especially in a place that gets half the year in darkness. But right now we are talking about mental health issues in Iceland specifically. So Mental health issues in Iceland are now at the forefront of the national discussion as many consider the Icelandic mental health care system to be subpar and failing those who depend on it. The usage of antidepressants is much higher in Iceland than anywhere else in the Nordic countries. According to a recent study by Nomesco, the Nordic Medio Statistical Committee, parents and patients in Iceland have a much shorter stay in psychiatric hospitals on average than other Nordic countries. Um, depression rates rank among the highest in Europe and suicides are on the rise. Now, a substantial number of people are unhappy with health officials handling of the patients in psychiatric wards, as well as the general treatment of mental patients. Two individuals committed suicide while on suicide watch in the psychiatric ward of the National Hospital of Iceland within a span of 10 days last August. Uh, so that would be two Augusts ago. Around 40 individuals resort to committing suicide each year in Iceland and citizens are calling for an immediate resolution of the matter. Now, 
Iceland, uh, 40 may not seem like a lot. I mean, obviously it is, but in the scheme of things, uh, in a country, it might not seem like a huge, huge amount, but think of it this way. Iceland has a, I believe, what's the word I'm looking for? A population total. Yeah. Population total of like 350,000. So that is a pretty massive amount of people committing suicide. Like that's not, that's not okay. All right. Psychiatric visits are not part of the socialized healthcare system in the country. And thus a portion of the populace cannot afford to see a psychiatrist. Furthermore, long waiting lists face those looking to enter psychiatric wards and especially those for young people. Uh, Maria, a person that was interviewed, the parent of a 10 year old child with severe mental issues, desperately commented, there's a lot wrong when 10 year old children have to attempt suicide to get assistance. Several independent mental health awareness programs are now afoot in the country, such as Alir Grata, um, Everybody Cries, or Hugrin, which is a mental health program run by nursing students in the University of Iceland. Uh, also, I'm sorry if I'm butchering these. I don't speak Icelandic. <laughs> the hashtag, I'm not even going to try. Hashtag E with an accent goo, G-E-R-E-K-K-I-T-A-B-U with an accent goo. Um, I am not a boo. Has also, oh, I am not taboo. Has also raised awareness of mental health in the recent years. Now, I'll put that in the show notes below. You guys should definitely check that out. Antidepressants counted as nerve and psychiatric drugs and Icelandic use 20%, 26% more than the nation, which follows Iceland in the rankings. We have the highest, they, sorry, they have the highest ratings of, uh, the highest rates among OECD nations and have seen these usage rates increase among younger users. Um, the increase in usage by young people is 38%, making either further studies on this more urgent numbers that Nomesco has released from a 2012 study show that the number of days patients stay in a psychiatric hospital in Iceland is only 90 days. Other Nordic countries can be up to 143, such as in Denmark, 257, such as in Finland, 292 in Norway, 495 in Sweden. Iceland, however, does have a similar number of psychopathic psycho psychiatric doctors per 100,000 inhabitants. Now keep that in mind per 100,000 inhabitants. So hypothetically, there's 350,000 inhabitants. How many psychiatric doctors are there? I don't know. Um, but that doesn't seem like a reason that they should only get a 90-day stay. You know what I mean? So while Iceland has high antidepressant usage rates, the nation constantly ranks high on the world happiness scale. It's rated uh, third in the world happiness report. Um, even though that's true, 9% of the nation has depressive symptoms and 4% have severe depressive systems. Um, which is the second highest in Europe. So uh, just unpacking all of that information, Iceland clearly has a mental health crisis going on right now. I would love to put that at the forefront of my system. I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on in Iceland right now, um, moving forward in the mental health sphere and in Canada as well, obviously, but Canada has a little bit more help. I would say, I think there's a lot of things out there for people in Canada. Um, obviously we're not the best, uh, but we are on a good track. Um, so hopefully going forward, I've fallen in love with the country of Iceland. I would love to help them out. I would love to do something to provide assistance out there. Um, hell, I would move there if given the shot. So hopefully I can do something with Trinity over in Iceland. Uh, if I have any Icelandic listeners, please let me know what I could do, who I could get in touch with and how I could set something up. That would be amazing. Um, I just want to say on a closing statement and the fact that I just wanted to talk about this slightly and make you guys more aware of it. Um, I love Iceland. Um, obviously I haven't seen the whole country. I've only seen the like middle, um, and the, uh, country or the city of Reykjavik, but I fell in love with everything, the people, the language, the food, uh, the culture, um, even the myths. Uh, it's amazing. Um, if you ever get a chance to go to Iceland, please take it. I'm going back possibly next summer, possibly the summer after I'm renting a van and I'm doing the entire country. I fell in love. Um, so 
I hope this spread a little knowledge and made you look outside your little bubble and understand that other places in the world deal with it too. You know what I mean? And I know that um, Europe, like I said, I'm unaware of the mental health situation over there, but now that I know a little bit about Iceland, I want to help. So hopefully we can. Um, This was just a short little thing talking about the mental health crisis or the mental health situation in Iceland. Don't forget, there's another episode coming out on Friday with Emily, uh, Emily Day, Modern Day Yoga. It's an awesome, awesome episode. She is a great human being. Make sure you check that out. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. If you could, that would really, really, really help us out a lot. Share this with your friends, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Okay, bye, bye. Okay, bye. You will see your love gets strong. You will hold.